This is Channel 253. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We We fly fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. One, two, two. Interchangeable. White Ladies. Welcome to Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast. I'm Hope. I'm Annie. Our essential question this week, how do we build a sense of community and family across economic, racial, and cultural differences? Today's episode is brought to you by The Humble Brag. Feeling stressed by managing all that free money you got for your PhD fellowship? Accidentally spill pumpkin spice latte on your Louboutins right before exiting your limo onto the red carpet? Eat 15 pieces of chocolate while flying first class and worried they'll cancel your modeling job? Well, why don't you go humble brag about it on social media? Let others know just how fantastic your life is by sending a passive-aggressive tweet. Hashtag humble, hashtag brag, hashtag humble brag, hashtag backdoor brag, hashtag self-promotion. Awesome. Okay, so as teachers, we're sometimes the first people who hear about students in crisis, right? That's the thing that happens. Yes. Okay. Um, They come into our classrooms hungry, tired, and crying. Some students bear the weight of the world on their shoulders between acting as caretakers for their siblings and parents, keeping up in in school while they work to support their households, or coping with their own identity in a super chaotic world, right? They may come to us first, but our classroom doorway is not their last stop by any stretch. We work with an amazing group of caregivers, from counselors to social workers to school psychologists and family engagement liaisons and advocates who are like the glue that connects families to much-needed resources in our schools. So we're super excited to have two special guests today. Uh, First is Megan Clark, who's a family engagement liaison. Hey. (laughs) And we also have in the studio Cherie Cooks, who's the public education family engagement advocate and community member. Yes, indeed. Hello. (laughs) Awesome. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. We're so excited to have you here. Absolutely. Um, teach us a few things and share with um, the, our listeners. So would you start first by just describing more like who you are and as a person in this community, your kind of role that you're in right now? Well, since Sheree has the longer title, I'm going to go ahead and let her go first. <laughs> Gosh, you know, I just want to, you know, let me, let me step aside. Well, first off, I'm a Tacoma native. I've been here um, over 30 years. Um, I love my city. Um, so I definitely try to be engaged in different ways. Um, I am the PTA president for the council. That's for the city. I actually do family and community engagement, um, for the region for PTA. Definitely trying to change what that looks like. I'm sure we'll get to that later. Um, just trying to be involved with different aspects, um, when you don't normally see people of color. That's like a thing for me. Yeah. What brought you to Tacoma in the first place? My dad was in the army. So Fort Lewis, that's how we got here. And, um, I was pretty young and back then in the eighties, it was kind of chill, you know, time. So he was able to like, you know, we like it here. We're going to stay. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. And how about you, Megan? Family liaison. Yeah. Um, I, I have to say in a French voice yeah. or something. I, you know, hey, I will bust liaison. out the voices. <laughs> it will happen sometime. Um, basically, it's very similar. My my story is very similar in the fact that my dad was stationed here in the Air Force, but he had we were stationed at Fort Lewis because he had a. They did something with the um, flight school or whatever on um, on uh, Fort Lewis. So I was living on Fort Lewis, the same thing. Oh, so wow. I came cool. here when about 13. Um, 
And so I actually came from a little private school in in Florida, and then they came up and I went to Man Junior High in Lakewood, and that oh, was a, that was a I was cultural like change. Oh. There was like gang members to me like streets in New York, like it was yeah, or gangs. Oh, yeah, the nineties. It was yeah. so. <laughs> Um, and I love Tacoma. I mean, to, I fell in love. I mean, the gritty city is exactly, um, it fits me perfectly. It's just, it is what it is. We're not trying to be anything else. And so, you know, and just, I love the community. I'm involved in a lot of different things. I mean, the family liaison um, portion of my job consumes me because it's yeah. my passion. So I find myself, I mean, I'm safe streets. Anything, any place that I can get involved at any point, at any part of Tacoma, I want to be there. Yeah. Because, you know, being involved with my job, I'm involved with kids and families that are very um, transient. We're all over, you know, my families move consistently. So I want to be able to provide them with things mm-hmm. in any part or any region of mm-hmm. Pierce County. Mm-hmm. And so I'm all over. I'm like a hummingbird mode all the time. Like, where can I <laughs> nice. fly to next? You know, yeah. so we're gonna have to That's start red. flying together. I'm gonna a let's go. <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, you know, we already are matching. I right. mean, we, <laughs> we already yeah, they look really good in their black hoodie in there. It's good. You yeah. know what I realized something interesting about all the guests we've had so far is that they've all made it to Tacoma by way of uh, Fort Lewis. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely a common theme. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Just thought that should be acknowledged because we've had other guests who had the same experience. Yeah. Yeah. So can you either of you talk about or both of you talk more about like your passions, like in terms of you're both very passionate. Obviously, you can hear it in your voice as you start to talk about your what you do here. But how did that even start? Like, how did you become interested in the PTA work that you do or the family liaison what's, what's work? What's your that journey you to get do? there? Yes. Like, how'd you get there? Yeah. Uh, you know, do for, we have enough time? For I know, all right? That? <laughs> you know, honestly, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was talking to my mom about it, actually. And she was like, I was like, you know, I just how did I get to this place where I am so passionate? I mean, literally every conversation, it doesn't matter where I'm at, what I'm doing. If you start talking about community and you start talking about family and get engagement or anything like that, I'm on my I put my soapbox out yes. and I get up there and <laughs> I'm like, there. well, let me tell you how I feel. <laughs> and people are like, you know, so for me, you know, she, she, she looked at me. She was like, I would say when you were about five on the playground yeah. and somebody said somebody, somebody called somebody else a racial slur. Mm. And I was like, I immediately, you know, I was like, don't you do that to Hold my that. best friend. <laughs> yeah. And it just, Super it was a passion mode. thing. And it was like, yeah. for me, um, I was just raised to, to see everybody is, is equal and, and, and family was so important. And, and so for me, looking at the way that society is kind of not going that direction, it's so important that we kind of glue ourselves together and just in slowly but surely grab, grab everybody and kind of glue, yeah. keep the fabric of society going. Do you think you realized what you were doing when you were speaking up for your friend? I was just speaking up for my yeah, friend. I don't knew. think I realized what yeah. I was doing at the time. Mm-hmm. I just saw it as, hey, man, that's not cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just immediately. And just something inside of me was like, no, I don't play like that. And then it just kind of builds over time. Yeah. So, Did your parents have any influence in terms of some of those values? I think the military, okay. in the military, especially during the time that I was a child in the military, because um, I had a conversation with somebody who had a totally different, a person of color that had a totally different experience 10 years prior in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I felt like it was more of a... Um, mixture of people you know with my dad being in the position he was we had a lot of people of color in our um in our you know in our squadrons and things like that Mm -hmm. and and so I was just like I was around people that were different I lived in different countries I mean for me different was I was the one that was different you know what I'm saying so it was like it was cool and so um yeah, I just... And let it be said, you identify as a white woman, is that I'm correct? A, yeah, I'm okay. almost white as they get. I'm, a, I'm literally, Europe Europe, and I, we like, I mean, we just, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah. 
Go sure. ahead, Cherie. Thank you, Megan. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Um, so um, just going back to, like, childhood, yeah. definitely the same experiences, like, um, I've always been around different cultures, and especially like in the 80s and 90s, you didn't talk about race very much. Yeah. Yep. It was like that was a kumbaya. We're yeah. all the we same all time. We all the same. We, I mean, and, we're all you know, underlying, but right? You know. Of course, and yeah. especially at that age, you know, you know, I had yeah. all kinds of friends, so I didn't mm-hmm. think much of it. I think the real change happened when I became a mother, okay. and mm-hmm. really had to. And I was a young mom. I had my first when I was 19. Okay. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, life totally changed. Like they say, mm-hmm. they say it changes. Yep, oh my gosh, changes. like 360 for me, yeah. for sure. I was a totally different person. If you would have saw me back in the 90s, you would not be like, that was her. <laughs> Wait, so what were some of the differences? I mean, if you're willing to share I mean, our changes. theme, like me and my cousin, we lived together. We got an apartment right after high school. Yeah. And our theme was like kicking it. Like that's all we for did. Sure. Like yeah. I went to work yeah. and I kind of like, yeah. I was going to do the... European gap year, you know oh, how yeah. the British yeah. were like, I'm going to take a gap year yeah. after yeah, university. Yes, yeah. I was like, oh, but I was just going to kick it all, all, all year. I mean, you worked and hard, so, you deserve it, yeah. you know. So, you know, that was the thing. Like, nothing else going on, didn't care about anything until my daughter came along. And then um, gradually I had another child. And the really, really turning point was when my daughter got sick and um, she had to go through chemotherapy. She was two. Now, this is when I really got my sense of community. My Mm -hmm. mom was gone. You know, I had some, you know, relatives around that I didn't see as much. Um, The big community piece that I was feeling was the ladies that I worked with who really rattled, um, excuse me, um, got together Mm -hmm. to help me out and Mm -hmm. the people at the hospital. And I was like, community doesn't have to be where I live. Like, I totally like... That's when it like clicked for me that it means different things. It's what you can get from it. And coming from that and having like volunteers at the hospital who were really supportive and I was there by myself most 98 percent of the time. And they were the ones who were my support group. So after that, I started volunteering at the Children's Hospital. I started I've always like went to visit my kids, you know, classroom and stuff like that. That's always been a thing. Mm -hmm. But I started to see how I can be impactful for others and not just my own kids. And um, so it just just gradually became more and more friend like come to PTA I'm like uh, <laughs> you know the, wait wait uh, let's identify some of those reasons you were feeling that groan well <laughs> first off um, I am usually the person of color in the room yeah example here yeah. Um, exactly. and uh, which I don't have a problem with yeah. obviously but it gets tiring yeah. you know yeah, when you I can't I can say we relate but there's certain things that you know mm-hmm. we just will never be yeah. able to um, share Mm-hmm. Um, so that was hard. And then you always hear like horror stories about mm. the PTA ladies. And there was at my school. Now, mind you, I was on the east side at this time. Yeah. I've lived on the east side for like, gosh, like 12 years now. And um, so you would say that people assume yeah. schools over there, parents are not in, yeah. as engaged, which, you know, compared <laughs> to like the north end, maybe not. But there was a uh, the president there. She had been there like four years. Her kids didn't even go there anymore. <gasps> that's so. That's the case. Yeah, the yeah. Really? Yes. Oh gosh, yeah. And Why? she was yeah. like, so that's pretty typical for PTA. Or I've heard it many a time. Interesting. Many a wow, time. I'm very fascinated because I don't actually know that much about like politics of PTA. So like people just stick around. Well, like, because 
the pro- the thing the thing about it, I mean, it, for my school is, I mean, I went to the first PTA meeting last year, mm-hmm. and yeah. you know, I just yeah. assumed that that our PTA lady was just, you know, I mean, she had some she had she had some kids there twenty years ago, yeah, <laughs> you know, but it was like crickets, you know. I walk in and I'm like, where's the PTA? And like, I'm know. assuming these are like white women too. Yes. No, not okay. in my school. Well, okay. not in my school, but predominantly. Well, I, I definitely need to come. Yeah, you need to come to the channel, my girl Jerry. Um, she's the so yeah, that kind of turned me off. And at the time, I was being like a parent leader with Stanford yeah. Children. Yeah, okay. I kind of got, I don't want to say sucked into that, but that was like a thing <laughs> I was doing. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll go to PTA if you come to stand. And so yeah. it was a trade-off. Nice. But because I knew her. And that's yeah. one thing I like mm-hmm. try to sh- stress to the PTA ladies when I teach like family and community engagement classes. You have to build relationships. Yeah, you can't just like, come join. You can't yep, just have yes. a table and like fill this out and come yeah. be a member. Yeah. You know, you have to build relationships. And that's what it was. She was a friend of mine and she yeah. asked. So I mm-hmm. went. So it just gradually became a thing and a thing where I noticed that there was not enough of us, mm-hmm. you know. And yep. someone told yeah. me. Um, this little, I don't think it's a quote, but someone was like, sometimes you have to be the token to get your agenda across. And I was like, hmm, you know, that's a, that's interesting. I think I might run with that. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I just slowly started being involved in more and more things. Mm -hmm. And then people, you know, heard my name. It just, you know, recommended me for more stuff. Like for instance, I'm on the Sustainable Tacoma Commission and, you know, that's about environmental sustainability and, (laughs) <laughs> one of um, the great ladies on there, she was like, I'm just so excited. You're the first black person we ever had. <laughs> oh, we should do wow. a news article about it. And I was like, um, <laughs> why? Yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I just, yeah. I hate that that's news. Yes, yes. You know, well, I hate that people that's... think, yeah. So and I have a story on this is random because I'm I'm a squirrel person. I'm one of those like squirrels. Squirrel. Yes. But so the other day, you know, I, I try to you know, my daughter's nine and I try to impact and she's she is a girl of color. Yeah. Um and yes, I was married to a black man, and I, this is so. Oh, is that like, how that happened? Let me just let me oh, just clarify. Okay. People just get all in their feelings like, so and like, so tell me about it. No, and I'm like, God, you know what? Confusing. I think that really this is not yeah. that confusing. But anyway, so you know, it's really important for me to have her be empowered as a as a woman, as a as a girl of color, as all these things. So I always get her all these books. She's always like, it's you know, Ma, really, it's Christmas. You know, you're giving me all these books Heck about yeah. women that have done amazing things in history. We need to trade titles because I'm really on that kick for my nieces and nephews that are of color. Have I told you about the paper bag princess? No, that's one where it's like a print, like a prince gets kidnapped and she has to go rescue him, but she's wearing a paper bag because her castle burned down and uh, by his dragon. <laughs> and so when she finally finds him, she's wearing a paper bag and he's like, "You're gross. You're wearing a paper bag." He's like, and she's like, "I don't want to marry you anyway." And she skips off in the sunset. That's paper beautiful. Bag. That's what I'm it's talking amazing. about. You yeah, need to get like, that book. You know what? So I'm gonna take my yes. paper bag yeah. somewhere else. Right. Right. That's exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. That's so, awesome. Back to the story. So I got her this book, and one of the books that I got her was um, Women Throughout History. And when she, they're talking mm, about cool. history, they're not talking like they're not starting in the 20s. They're starting mm. like 18th century, 15th okay. century, crazy stuff. So, But one of the things that she wanted, she was like, okay, show me all the black women. And I was like, cool. Oh. So we went through the book. and I was trying, Every story was like, well, the, the little girl or the woman went through all of this stuff to get to this place. She worked so hard. She worked so hard. Yes. She had to go through this. She, she had to go exception. through that. Uh, and so then Gabby was like, well, you know what? One of the, one of the lady from Ireland didn't have to do that. And the woman over here from China, yeah. she didn't have to. And she's like pointing out. And I was like, yes. and I, I hated that for her because mm-hmm. I had to be like, man, 
But if you notice that, we're always like the first black woman to do this or that, and yeah. it's and that's a that's a damn shame. I'm sorry, yes. can I sit down? Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. that's yeah. a damn yeah. shame. Yeah. I mean, it's our like, guests are allowed to swear, or we just perfect. Broke my heart to have to say to my because my daughter's looking at me like, Ma, why? And I'm like, Well, how insightful for her to read that historical racism. Well, just see, like, just to understand historical racism, reading a book aimed at children about like powerful women, like that she was just like, Yeah, well, she clued into that, but that's. But that, and that is for me. That is my greatest change. Mm-hmm. What I can do for sure in the world yeah. is in, is get her yes. to have that lens of per, that perspective, absolutely, and to be yeah. able to 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 when somebody says something in class, go, no, you can't say that, yes. right. right? And I love that. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to fight the fights for her. I want her to be like, well, hold on, ma, sit yeah. back. I got this. Yeah, I definitely, like that. Definitely. Yeah, it's been it's pretty weird. My nine year old, he like he can tell you what social injustice is. Exactly. And, That's what it you should know, be. <laughs> <laughs> and I was telling his teacher about that. He's definitely becoming more aware of like what's mm-hmm. happening in the mm-hmm. world, and it's it's messed up that I have to be like, well, you know, our society was made that way on purpose, and but why? But why? The mm-hmm. why questions at that age, and it's yeah. it's really hard. It's hard, and I'm sure it's not just hard for people of color. You know, it's hard for you know teaching our, our white children too. I was a preschool teacher, and I loved that time because preschoolers are so honest yeah. mm-hmm. right and they have no filters which can be a good thing yeah. and I love that you know they would be like oh Miss Sheree I love your skin and you're so pretty mm-hmm. and, and they meant it right yeah. they didn't see mm-hmm. me as you yeah. know um, they noticed my differences, but yeah. that wasn't a bad thing. Right. Yeah. And you know, back in the in the day when we were younger, we did and we were all safe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There, we didn't we yeah. didn't look at different we didn't look at differences as a a good thing. Mm-hmm. It's that kind of colorblindness, right? That yes. was so dominant. And it feels like it's kind of coming back as a resurgence in conversation. I'm like, stop. A way keep to, that keep keep exactly. that away. Yeah, exactly. a way to yeah. like explain it off and like yes. you know. Yeah. Uh, let's not go so because we can get deep in the weeds and yeah. people get frustrated yeah. and you know one thing for being a black woman you get tired of trying to explain to oh. white people oh. why well, because, you're pissed okay, off they're, they're, okay. <laughs> okay angry black woman in the room again yeah. and oh speaking of that your white fragility yes. and we're gonna need to just oh yeah work that that's a great segue <laughs> thank you very much you are awesome. <laughs> so one of the um, you know we were kind of chatting you know yesterday and I was saying I had some experience as a parent at a school Mm -hmm. being one of those parents that's super involved um, you know involved with their principal but there was a situation where we had um, actually a meeting that had nothing to do with school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was there and I was really like trying to facilitate between my two friends who were white who were having differences issues it was like passing the the torch kind of thing okay you know right and they were having some differences and I was really trying to get them to hear each other you know did the conversation get a little heated yeah um was I in there yelling and cussing no Mm -hmm. um so long story short the principal she (laughs) talked to some of the ladies afterwards was saying, you know, I really hate to see that in my school and the way you guys behave and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Her school, right? Um, it's not so, her Those do those air quotes. Yes. 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 We always is, have to say we do air quotes because, you know. Because it's yes. no, they can. <laughs> yeah. 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 Quotes, We really. did that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love that my school thing because I'm always yeah. like. What is that? Right. Our school. And mind you, it wasn't like a school it was a PTA meeting. I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah. It was a PTA meeting. 
And so, um, long story short, she talked to these ladies, yeah. talked to them afterwards, oh. right? She sent me a letter. Wow. That's a lot of like effort. in the mail? Yes. Wow. A certified letter. What? 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 That what? I had to, uh, <laughs> that I had to go pick certifi- up oh. at the mail, you know, at the oh, post no. office because mm-hmm. I did I wasn't there to get it. No, wait. No, wait. It gets better. <clears throat> but that's oh, not all. They can't let, you know what? We're going to need so to So in the letter, the it basically <laughs> was saying, you know, my behavior was disruptive and I was aggressive. Um, that I was basically bullying my friends, mind you. These are my friends yeah. that I've known you for have the years. With yeah, and that um, if I ever, you know, come, if I display that kind of behavior again, I wouldn't be allowed on the on the premises. What on the That's, premises? Well, yes, I know. Now, All mind you, this didn't happen. This happened not too long ago. Yeah. Okay. So I'm already like doing a family engagement project. Right. I'm that mom you always see. Yeah. And not to say that, you know, I can't have those experiences, but you would think like of all, you know, why yeah. me? Right. I yeah. supported you in different yeah. aspects. So this was just a perfect example of her biases yes. and just yeah. her her wow. privilege first yes. as the principal of the school yeah. and, and also as a white lady. Yeah. And yeah. just she totally totally threw the situation in a different light and made me seem like the aggressor when I was trying to be a facilitator. Yeah. I was so, so pissed because I couldn't believe it. I could yeah. not believe that she sent me a letter like that. Certified. Telling me I that I wouldn't be able to come to my child's school nonsense. if I, you know, be, be, you know, displayed that behavior well, and, again. And, and, I never and the fact was, that she talked to the other women who were actually thing. having... Yeah. And they were white, of course. The conver- yeah. Who were actually yeah. having the mm-hmm. argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's just... And, how'd, you re- just how'd you respond? How did I respond? So, first off, you know... The, the angry black lady could have came out. I could have came up to that school and showed her what, you know, being aggressive and bullying really is. And rightfully so. But, you know, I, I am trying to, like, not build my name, but I want to be a part of this community. I want people to see me in a good light, well, right? Through education and I know, is where we can really right. truly make and I, and I And I know how to behave. You know, she made it definitely sound like I didn't know how to behave and, mm. you know, wow. at the school. Yeah, and you also don't want to, like, sink to her level of, like, that's exactly. so passive-aggressive and totally right. policing and BS. I struggled like, with it. I really yeah. did. Um, so... She, I ended up contacting her boss, like, okay, let's start there. I had a meeting, and they were like, well, you know, um, truthfully, our policy is that a principal can reach out to a parent any way they want. I said, well, this policy needs to be looked at. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I think after she saw the letter, though, too, she was very much trying to stick to the, you know, the district side Mm. and, you know, trying to cover, you know, their asses, basically. But. I mean, if you guys want to see the letter, yeah. But it was just—I mean, I'm still not over it. Can you yeah. tell? Like, yeah. I'm still no, not you over it. And I've seen her, and I've just my my tactic at first was just to ignore her. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to even engage. She obviously wouldn't know why. And when we finally um, seen each other in a setting, I was in my um, son's class because me and another teacher—excuse me—and me and another parent had got our teacher like the teacher of the week, you know, because yeah. we yeah. stuff cool. like that, right? Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Publicity for awesome. her school, you know, and she she was like, Sheree, I just wish we would have had a conversation. I said, 
that's all I wanted in the first place. Like, we could have figured something out. Yeah. And I walked so away. What an odd thing to say from somebody who didn't have who a conversation Who didn't have the conversation you. from yeah. John. Uh, how about she it? had a well, conversation? Well, I mean, she, hey. you, you should send her, well, yeah. you know, next time I'll send you a certified letter back. Yeah. Like, and people were telling so me that. And I was like, I don't yeah. even want to. I but kept I mean, going back and forth. Yeah. Like, I don't even want to waste yeah. my time. No. But yes. I got to. Think of if she did that to me. Yeah. Think about all the other parents. That she's done that to. Who really came in angry. Yeah. Right? Exactly. How does she handle those situations? Absolutely. Well, I think that's my question is like, I wonder how many letters she sent out. And I kind of feel the natural thing to be like, I bet she didn't send that many out. Or like, no. what was the racial breakdown of the people that she's sending that to, mm-hmm. right? Because they don't yeah. fit in her like little mm-hmm. norms of well, exactly. whatever she needs to And how many parents is she making not feel comfortable coming yes. to her school? Yeah. yeah. Because that is the most, that is the most critical part yeah. is that relationship piece that we were speaking yes. to earlier. If you don't have a relationship with your parents, if they don't feel like they can walk into your school. They don't feel like it's their school. It's not their my school. school. No. Essentially, it's not. It's not. Yeah. When, so, it's, when you have an attitude like that as an yeah. administrator, it's yeah. no longer yeah. that. And that's usually yeah. why parents end up pulling their kids. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For like one instance just like this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I kept my son there because I love the teachers. They're wonderful. And yeah. I support the teachers, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And so, but it's still like a hard thing, right? Like yeah. I still have a struggle with mm-hmm. it because it's just like. A perfect example mm-hmm. of of like <laughs> bullshit. Yeah, exactly. I didn't think of one word to sum <laughs> it up. bullshit. I, I mean, you are working on a working at a school yeah. that is predominantly people of color, and yeah. this is how you you know so engage with. But yes. I wish I could say that. I mean, as an educator, yeah. as somebody who's been through a lot of different schools. You know, it's not as uncommon as yes, I like to say. I think that's the it's problem. It's not right? as yeah. uncommon yeah. because, you know, you get these people. That some, I mean, you get even the do-gooders, the teachers yeah. that are like, well, you know, these poor little children. Or, yeah. you know, they, they look at them, mm-hmm. them. Yes. And that's not that is our, where I'm like, I even had a conversation with a teacher. The gear <laughs> I had to have a conversation just the other day about this with one of my teachers. I was like, look, you can't. Don't think, she oh no, it's not like that. I said, I understand that you have good intent. Yes. But what I'm saying to you is that the way that you're coming across yep. feels very much so like that for me. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine if I yes. was a parent in your class yes. how that might feel. Mm-hmm. Because I'm coming at you with, I love you. You're a good person. I know you're a good yes. person. This person doesn't know you from Adam. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you're, you've are you got their child for six hours. How comfortable does that make mm-hmm. them feel as a parent? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are they going to reach out to you if they have a question? Mm-hmm. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. So can you talk a little bit about um, we've been doing some training or like conversations coming up at our school around like the difference between parent involvement and parent engagement. Or like family engagement versus parent involvement. So that's kind of your wheelhouse. Like what is that? Can you define? Well, there's a huge difference. There's a huge difference in the fact that how are your really one hinges upon the other. Okay. How you're engaging with your families Mm -hmm. is how you're in how you're going to get your families involved. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. If you want if you say to them, hey. We need somebody to pass out pizza at the PTA <laughs> meeting. You know, sign up. You're not in, you're not engaging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're trying to get that involvement mm-hmm. where you haven't got the engagement yet. Mm-hmm. So why should they care to come mm-hmm. to your school yes. and pass out pizza? Yeah. Why should they even show up to your events? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you engage, if you form that relationship piece, yeah. then you'll get the involvement. And it's true involvement. It's of their heart involvement. Because th- it is really hard to do that as a person, as a parent, if you don't feel like you're a part mm-hmm, right. of it, it's not our school. Right. It's yeah, your back school. Back to that. Yeah. It's 
public education. I have to bring my child to some yes. school. Mm-hmm. This is so near my just, house, yeah. so I'm going to bring I have to do it. Exactly. You know? yeah. um, it's definitely that partnership piece. That's For the sure. difference. You're, you're, it's, it's, it's both of, both, mm-hmm. you know, the school or the district working in tandem with families. It's mm-hmm. not at, just expecting families just to come participate just because, right? Because and our kid goes to that yeah, school. Yeah, and well, another, you know, go ahead. I was just going to say, another thing, a lot of parents don't even realize that there are so many different levels, once again, the air quotes, of family engagement Mm -hmm. that they can do, but doesn't necessarily mean they got to show up and be present in that school all the time. Can you talk more about that? Because I don't know if all of our listeners really understand those levels, Mm -hmm. or even if we as listeners here. Mm -hmm. So um, first, one example would be the fact that you should be able to talk to your teacher you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be informal. I don't think parents realize that. A lot of, even in some cultures, they're just like, the teacher's up here, right? Yeah. They're, they don't mm-hmm. question the teacher or anything. You know, you can talk to your teacher often and, and talk about how your child's doing. You don't have to just wait to a conference, mm-hmm. you yes. know, to get that just regular old rundown, right? Check those boxes, yeah. right? You got to check those boxes. They can talk to their, their teacher. They can talk to their kids after school. And a lot of them are. So, I feel like the district doesn't, you know, give credence to that Mm -hmm. and understand that a lot of parents are already engaged. Mm -hmm. And just because they're not showing up to your building all the time does not mean they want they don't want the best for their child, that Mm -hmm. they're not doing all the things they can at home with their kids. And so my thing is, like, how do we celebrate parents? How do we show that we are working in partnership and we appreciate the things you're doing at home because it makes them better students at school? So just giving people people like kudos. Right. Absolutely. That's going to, oh, you know, you do recognize me as a parent and as yeah. the first teacher of my child. They never hear those kind of messages. Well, and one, of the, one of the biggest things that, you know, concentrating in, uh, you know, in Tacoma is attendance. Attendance oh, is a big yes. thing. Absolutely. So, you know, what is a way that we can get families involved in attendance? Well, obviously... You know, in like so the other day we had this, we, you know, the big email went out about the nudge letters. You know, they talk mm-hmm. about the nudge letters. Well, I said to, I went to my principal and I said, well, hey, here's the deal. I'd like my information as the family support liaison yeah. on those nudge letters to say not only, you know, hey, look, we've got some attendance issues, but what can we do mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. facilitate yeah. to get your student here on time? Is there, or is there, is there transportation issues? Is there something, something? What can we do? Mm-hmm. Because we want your student here. Yes. Not shame yeah. on you. Yes. Uh, you, you know, it, I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. we have these different family dynamics that are going in these circumstances, and and you know, life. Yeah. I mean, life happens. Yeah. So, what can we do to help? And that I think brings about that relationship yep. piece that says, look, man, I'm not here to judge you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that we always assume the worst of people. And I always yeah. think about this in my head. There mm-hmm. is one to two percent of just terrible, just terrible people in the world. There's yeah. one to two percent. They just, out there. They are out there. <laughs> but... 98 to 99% of people have good intention. Mm -hmm. Nobody wakes up and goes, you know what, today I'm going to make my kid late. I'm going to be a terrible parent and I'm probably going to beat him at the end of the day. I'm going to do all these things. Nobody wakes up and says, check, check, check. Mm -hmm. Got them all good. Mm -hmm. So what can we do to support them? That is a perfect example of engaging. Exactly. Just adding an extra paragraph would change the whole dynamic of that letter. Exactly. Maybe I'm ignorant, but what 
can you talk a little bit more about the nudge letters that went out? Because I'm not a parent in the district, so I don't. Well, I'm not getting also, that scene. also, I think I don't know how it works di- differently in high schools. And um, yeah, we'll with, talk about that okay, at some point. Yeah, yeah okay. it does work differently. And okay. I, and so this I is an do, elementary. I have an elementary out. school yeah. Um, lens. Yeah, and so. Um, from my perspective, basically what, what happens is after five absences or um, extreme tardiness, um, we send a letter out from the school that says, hey, man, you know, we've noticed this. Gotcha. Um, I try to catch calls before then. Yeah. I say to I say to teachers always, hey, send me an email. If you have a student that you're that you're seeing consistently not showing up or consistently tardy or getting picked up early, let me know because yeah. I might be able to reach out and say, hey, yeah. look, is there anything before they get the letter, the, yeah. the relationship piece. Right. But once they do get the letter, it does say, hey, look, you just wanted to let you know we've noticed this. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then they're on notice. Then is it, it a physical letter? It is a physical email? letter. That's a physical is it translated letter. in other languages? That is one of the things we talked about that, that we talked day. about because my biggest thing is – it's great and all to send out a letter in English or Spanish, but if it's if we have the ability to take the entire website and change yes. it into like all these different <laughs> yeah. languages, why are we sending out nudge letters that are in their language? Because yeah. a nudge letter in French means nothing to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what are we doing to really be, to really facilitate yeah. that? Um, because I think that that's a big part of it. If you don't have, if it's not in your home language and your child's reading it to you, oh, yeah. I mean, how, I mean think yeah. about that when you were five if, or, or does, nine yeah. reading your report card to your parent. You gotta make it sound a little better. All <laughs> like, you know what? I mean, actually, this this is a, the, you know yeah. C's are good. This is yeah, you know, right? this is a good thing. You don't even really active. They right? love they, yeah. Yeah, I'm a very active student, and sometimes I say things when it's not the most appropriate time. That yeah. means I'm doing well. Yeah, I can say as a parent when I got it it did make me feel bad did you it? know and it was just like oh I forgot to call and excuse those absences exactly. you know that's that's like, all it was but really that, but that is right then and there that's that yeah. relationship yeah. piece yeah I felt mm-hmm. like oh man yeah like is Using it shame. Uh, yeah definitely yeah. do you think you would have <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely felt shame and yeah. I am you know not once again not to like Oh, Shree's so great. I am, you know, involved more than the norm. Exactly. Yeah. And why am I feeling shameful about this yeah. letter? And Do you think it would have felt different or better if someone had reached out to you prior to that letter going out? Or there absolutely, been, yeah. I would have loved if Megan would have called me first <laughs> and say, and then I would have been like, oh, oh yep. I forgot to call. Yeah. He was sick that week. Exactly. Boom. Yeah, That's easy. it. You yeah. know, it, it, yep. it could be that easy. And yeah. the fact that it only comes in two languages, we're totally being, um, we're leaving out so many, exactly. much of our school population. Russian Absolutely. is kind of Absolutely. big, Cambodian, yep. Vietnamese. Yep. And, you know, how do they feel about that? They get left out of a lot of conversations, yeah. a lot mm-hmm. of inequities there. That comes talk, up, okay, well, it's just it comes up a lot yeah. in conferences. I've noticed yeah. that yeah. where older siblings are acting as translator yeah. and that I feel like that that's a resource that's really needed in our school communities and that doesn't exist. Can, it's not there. Can I speak to that a little yeah, more? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So do. one of the things that I am actively working on um, with the Community Partnership Office, which I'm very grateful to have my foot in the door to even advocate um, at a different level, mm-hmm. is especially around these conferences, right? Mm-hmm. Um, teachers kind of very much are like, this is what I got to show them and get them to out because they're, you know, you got 30 parents yeah. to see, right? So how do we make this a time for parents who may, this may be the only time that they come yes. to the school. How do we make that an engaging experience? Yes. Yeah. And 
that the children translating is totally unacceptable. Yep, it that is, is that. not okay. And having the all. office staff manager or para come in and yeah. step in and not get paid and right. just like volunteer some time to right. do something that's not also their job. Right? And that, a lot of times you can't advocate for that. And it's it's the knowledge behind are we knowledge. are we giving yeah. our teachers the knowledge to understand mm-hmm. because there's been times where I myself as a teacher when I was in the classroom I didn't know that that was available and I think that um, and there's a lot of times if you push hard enough as as a teacher to say hey look I really want to get I really want to establish this with my the relationship piece yep. with my parent I need a translator I need you to find figure it out somewhere what can we how can we budget this out I mean and advocate for your mm-hmm. students that's how change comes because you're already like you said yeah. that foot in the door mm-hmm. you're already in the door yeah. you can say I need this mm-hmm. and we as educators need to advocate for our families yeah yes. we need push on the inside and the outside we do to get exactly things done. and if more teachers are like what can we do to get this we yes. need this for our students yeah. the district will be What's like the partnership huh, well okay we yeah. keep hearing this maybe we need exactly. to look into this more yeah. what I was working used to work in a different district and we had a, a service called language line which and is I, right that's out what of California I, we have at right? my school and so when I beautiful. moved to Tacoma schools at the district level, it's not adopted yet, but a lot of buildings lot of are buildings, starting yeah. to try to find some yeah. funding for to make right. that happen. Because yeah. it's, what, over 500 different languages? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And including ASL and video, if you yeah. need to. Like, it's amazing. And so, a little plug for Language Line, but it, it works <laughs> it with is. corporations. They work yep. in school districts. I mean, they're amazing. Yeah. And that's one of the yes. things that we talked yeah. about at the meeting that Shri and I were at. And my ELL teacher is amazing and she was she fought for, she fought for that and yeah. we got it last year That's and great. we and my so new cool. my current administrator plugged it in and we have it and yeah. where we can have that conversation totally it's beautiful you know i'm wondering something this is sort of a switching gears if that's all right um i'm wondering how you commit to like self-care in your line of work because it seems like as like educators um as community members as parents like what do you do to take care of yourself because you're fielding crises sometimes you are um dealing with interpersonal bs with other adults like Mm -hmm. that you have to like cope with on a daily Mm -hmm. basis um how do you take care of yourself what do you do what do you do max um, I schedule massages like I'm going to after this. Um, <laughs> I had to I had to really try hard for that because yeah. when you are in a position and in a job that's your passion, mm-hmm. you live and breathe it all the time. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, everywhere I go, I will get, like I said, I carry my soapbox underneath my arm. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm always, <laughs> and, and, I, <laughs> and I literally I will sit down at the table with new people and be like, what do you do? Oh, really? How can you be involved yes. in my school? Yes. It's like, and she so does. it's a consistent awesome. thing. And <laughs> so I have to tell myself sometimes, you are not a family liaison tonight. Yeah. We are at a dance club. I'm gonna need you to rain it in. <laughs> but it's so hard because you're like in a networking like, moment. You know, somebody's like, "Hey, girl, what's your name?" And I'm like, "You, you want to volunteer?" You would be excellent. We have this. We have this book club. This is a, you know, and it's like I need to rain it in because mm-hmm. it's like it, it does. And so I've had. To, I literally self care comes intentionally yeah. because yeah. you have to and I know that Shree's just as passionate as I am and you have to I have to remind myself yeah. constantly yeah, yeah. It, that's a hard one and it's interesting that this is coming up a lot more this notion of self care yeah. um, we talk about a lot in the fellowship that I'm in and that's it's hard for me too because I'm very much a person that everything I see I want to be involved exactly. in exactly because yes. I'm really passionate about just mm-hmm. you know racial equity and social yeah. justice and that encompasses everything well, it's society. you it's cannot everything. get Everywhere. away yes. from it no. yeah. so yeah. as simple as it sounds but I just I read a lot yes mm-hmm. I escape into other worlds quite a bit you know that definitely helps and just being 
with my family and just like being silly and, you know, doing mm-hmm. fun things with them. Um, just try to get your mind off things. But it's always like in the back of my head. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, like yeah. and I and I do try to. But, you know, I find myself places and doing the same thing. Just, mm-hmm. you know, I love networking for, yeah, for one thing. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's how I got to be in the room with you guys yeah. is because someone knew someone that knew mm-hmm. someone. Yeah, right. Totally. Which yeah. I, that's what I love about Tacoma. Yeah. But I do personally need to be more conscious about self-care you know, beyond just reading a book, right? That's like hobby. Like, you know, I need some kind of, maybe you guys can help me yeah. out with that. <laughs> well, we can, oh, we can I'm terrible at that I because I am in the same because boat. we're working on, we're making a yeah. list. <laughs> like, I'm in the same boat. I'm like, I have too many interests and passions and I'm like, and that's too, ur- it's, this stuff is too urgent, right? Like, exactly. that's the other thing. You're like, yeah. our kids need it now, not tomorrow, not yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like, even yesterday, actually, they needed it. They but need it now. So one of the things you, that yeah. I've noticed that, that I love about um, what Shri was talking about, but you can also do it in what you're passionate about because that's true. one of the things that Sheree started that na- those nature walks and that is such a beautiful thing for kids that just can you just, tell us more about that yes, I don't it's know a what that is pro- sounds amazing because I love that though I love that because in a few minutes we'll ask you to get contact info out so uh, then yes we'll, there yeah. we go okay, okay. well tell yeah so so uh, just a quick background. The last um, type of preschool I did was um, nature preschool. What? And that sounds amazing. It's Snake Lake. Yes. Wonderful, awesome. wonderful program. We literally went outside every single love day. Uh, and I love what? outdoors. I mean, like, I'm not like an avid, you know, Mount Rainier hiker or anything like yeah. that. But I love being outside. Cool. And the program was so great. But it was one of those instances, excuse me, instances where most of the families came from the north. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was word of mouth. Yeah. We didn't really like tell people about it. Like every student we got, usually they heard from it from somewhere. Mm. Always had a waiting list, like the whole nine. Great program. Um, I had asked my boss straight up, how can we make this more equitable yep. or, you know, mm-hmm. bring more f- people of color in, you know, children of color, people from the other side of town? She told me. It works just fine the way it is. <laughs> it would take away from people that can actually pay. Yeah. That's because yeah, I was like, ridiculous. we can do like, I you like know, a couple. Shame, find some grant money. Right. People. Yeah. Right. We can, you know, because sh- I was like, oh, well, what about, you know, little mini grants? And yeah. they gave like two, which what? like nobody really knew about. Yeah. But who were they telling about yes. it? That's the other thing. Yeah. Who that knew about bi- it? My biggest problem with community resources is that we have all these the grants that are coming into Tacoma the the things that are going to school districts all these things all these community organizations and nobody's talking about yeah. them yeah. Yeah. and Nobody so for knows. me we hardly know about I'm, them. I'm all yeah. about the grassroots I'm going to I'm yes. going to dig deep and yes. that's why it really is a shame that there is a lot out there and then these these programs get closed because nobody's talking about them right. or they're just telling their people about them. Right. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's like, nah, we should be including everyone. We yes. should be getting it to where we, I mean, truly, if you want to build a community that's going to be successful and happy and engaged, mm-hmm. you have to include everyone in mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And there's money out there. There yeah. is. People, there's so you much know, money. There's a lot of rich white people that want to give their yes, money and exactly. feel, like, I feel better about themselves. 
Angeles. Um, I can verify that because I just lived through <laughs> the NPO, yeah. the KNKX pledge drive, oh, God. and there is six hundred thousand dollars for yes, public radio, which was amazing. But I'm also like, there is money. The money is out there. People have money to give. For my school, I know, and I like. I mean, I do love public radio. Um, can we also get some money for these programs to like to thrive? Children, so the children, so the kids gonna be listening to the public radio. Right, yeah, totally. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, our time has like flown by. (laughs) Hard to believe. Super fast. So we're we're probably gonna have to have you come back another episode. I don't know if you're willing to do that. Can I just finish showing about the nature walk real quick? So, so I got a grant through Greater Tacoma Community Foundation. They give mini grants, Spark grants. Um, and my idea was to bring nature walks and like a picnic to engage families and community on the east side. It's like east side centric, but of course anyone's invited. My goal was um, to have more diversity in nature and show people it's accessible, mm-hmm. take ownership of where you live. You know, I live right by Swan Creek, beautiful park. Mm-hmm. I never see people that look yeah. like me in there. So that was the whole premise behind it. And it came out of, you know, the program I did, how can I bring this to my neighborhood? So mm-hmm. we had one already. It was pretty successful. Um, there was more people than I saw, which cool. is great because you're always yeah. nervous about the first time. So we're, we're having one on October um, 28th. Right. And I'm calling like Pumpkin Palooza, and I'm hoping to get pumpkins donated. If you guys know any people that love pumpkins, please let me know. (laughs) Um, But we have a Facebook page. It's called Eastside um, Neighbor. Excuse me, Eastside Nature Walks. You can look Mm -hmm. it up, and all our information is there. Oh, that's so wonderful! Thank you. And so, one of the things we're wondering about if you can give like one piece of advice to teachers or people that are in the community that want to get more involved in helping Mm -hmm. facilitate like parent engagement or family community engagement. What would that be? Actionable that they can do. Yeah. Use your social media. <laughs> All I do is go on when somebody <laughs> says, I'm interested in this, I'm like, oh cool. I'm gonna look at that. And then I look at that and they and then little social media thing on Facebook pops up and goes, Well, if you are interested in this, <laughs> yes. have you yeah. heard about this? I like every community organization out there like and they everything. always are popping up on my newsfeed. I like I'll go on, I'll see that somebody's involved with this. Well, what are they like? And yep. then I'm like, Well, this person likes a lot of the stuff I like, and then I'm always doing that. Like mm-hmm. I said, I don't turn off when it comes to this. And and so by doing that, I mm. stay aware of yes. what's going on. And then the, the community organizations that I don't, I will contact. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I will look. Go to the people that you know that are involved and say, what are you involved with? And then, like, because I'm friends with Cherie, I see what Cherie's doing on Facebook. On Social media is beautiful for that. Mm-hmm. Why don't, let's use it instead of getting on and talking about what our ex-boyfriend did to us last night. We were oh so mad gosh. about it. But we're not going <laughs> to talk about it. We're just going to say, I'm so mad that this person <laughs> hurt me. You know what? So let's not let's talk about how we can move the movement forward. Yeah, and that's what I do. That's what I do. Definitely networking and call me. Like I'm really trying to like please call Megan. We're really trying to, you know, get people to realize that this is a thing. Like there's some districts and communities doing wonderful things around engaging their families, and we're trying to get there in Tacoma. And there are people on the front lines. Yes. You know, already doing it. So um, if you don't know where to start, yeah. um, the community partnership office could help Great. you point to some different things. Can you give us some and phone numbers or emails or how can people Absolutely. find you? Absolutely. I mean, M Clark at Tacoma. 
www.k12.wa.us. I know it's a lot like, blah, 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 blah. I always am like, wa, and I'm like, W-A. Just in case somebody, because, you know, people are like, W-A-H? W-A-H, and I'm like, nah, it's Washington. But, you know, I didn't feel like I had to explain that. But now that I'm explaining it, it's too long again. Yeah. You know, so it's like I, I have to, yeah. So hit me up. You know, I'm yeah. at 253-571-4618. I don't care where you are. I will plug you, whatever Perfect. you need, because, it, like I said, it's my passion. So Yeah, definitely. Right. So mine is S H E R E E C seven two six at gmail dot com two five three eight eight zero seven seven three two and yeah, we could work with each other. I can lean in what you're doing. You can exactly. lean in what I'm doing. And that's how you build community. That's how that's you lean wonderful. in. We lean in right now. We always <laughs> lean. Always awesome. lean. Any other homework that we should hit uh, on today? Yeah, we should probably do homework. Um, this segment is called Do Your Fudging Homework. <laughs> Interchangeable. Right, ladies. As sometimes happens when you're recording a podcast, we had to reorder some of our episodes. That means your homework about environmental racism from last time is worth extra credit. And I want you to hang on to it for later. Do not lose it, hole punch it, or safety pin it inside your backpack. Tonight's homework is to read the article Family Engagement Resource Roundup from Edutopia about how individual teachers and schools can Mm -hmm. up their family engagement game. It will be on the quiz. Perfect. Wow. And homework from you ladies? Um, I would definitely piggyback what you just said. I touched on that when I went to teach a class at the um, Whole Child Educator Academy Mm -hmm. for teachers. Um, And also just speak up. We need more um, white allies just speaking up when you see any kind of bullshit. Just it's as simple as that. You're in the store and you see something crazy. Just speak up. And get involved. Pick something, whether it's an event or whether it's a community project you can be a part of. You don't have to start big. Like so many people are yeah. like, you know, I just don't have time for that. You've got time to do yeah. an hour somewhere. Right. Yes. You know, yeah. and just do something small because you know what? It's like a drug. It's addicting. <laughs> so you go for that one hour and then you're like, you know, I kind of like this. Shh, don't you know, tell them. Like don't a, tell them. It's, <laughs> it's a natural high. Yeah. So it's like then you get more involved and you're like, you know, so... Get involved. Do you think mm-hmm. even if um, so, some of our listeners don't have children or aren't are single mm-hmm. or like, do you feel like that's okay to come into these spaces that they Absolutely. don't necessarily have a connection with? Please, that the kids the if best. If they like time. kids, don't come if you don't like <laughs> kids you don't, and people. If you don't like kids, I got a job for you still. Oh, you okay, can, you can cut gingerbread houses or right. gingerbread things. Cut I mean, those I hearts out. Yes, <laughs> I got jobs for you. Yeah, or just Perfect. go for your passion. I yes. mean, wherever. Everything exactly. is connected, you yep. know. It you is. know, if you like books, go volunteer at the library. Yes. You know, my yes. mom always laughed yeah. at me because I said I want to be a librarian and oh, too, oh, and so she's good. like, oh, another thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. I like awesome. books. So Firefighter, just plug astronaut, in. librarian, obviously. Yeah. Come obviously, on, they come all on, mom. Totally. We're so yeah. happy that you came in today and talked to us, so and much. you're definitely we're gonna we'll have you back. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That was this was really fun, and I can't wait to come back. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. We love it. Thank you. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is part of the Channel 253 Network. Subscribe to the other podcasts, Nerd Farmer, Move to Tacoma, Citizen Tacoma, and Flounder's B-Team. Bye. Class dismissed. Interchangeable White Ladies Podcast is sponsored by Alaska Airlines. We We fly fly Alaska. Alaska. Book your next flight on alaskaair.com. This is Channel 253.